0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I am the Clydesdale. She is Amy Radowski, and we are so privileged to have with us my friend, Emily Rolfe. Emily, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you. Nice to see you.
0: Yeah, so it's been a long time, um, and I first want to apologize to our audience. Uh, I had to cancel the show earlier today. Um, total technical difficulties all day long. I think we have them under control now.
1: <laughs> hey, it wasn't today that was
0: your birthday, was it? Uh, it could be the hangover.
1: Oh, it was yesterday.
0: <laughs> My birthday was Sunday.
1: Okay, okay. And it was the week of your birthday, but...
0: Yeah, I... Um, back in the day, it, I would have still been hungover today. but <laughs> But easy. now... Like Turning I don't even I, I don't think I had a single drink of alcohol on my birthday. Wow, New yeah, yeah <laughs> like seven of them all all at once. <laughs> so we are with Emily Rolf. um thank you for the birthday wishes, but I want to go back to the games. So we had had you on right before the games. Mm-hmm. super excited you we're really fit coming into this year's games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you did event one. I I got a really good position to get good pictures. Um, I saw my friend out there like competing like hell and then she disappeared.
2: Well, but even I noticed like, cause I was right behind you when you were doing your chest of ours and I was like, something looks off like I was just because you were like doing three at a time or something and then jumping back and and then I was like yeah something's going on and then to come out and find out what really was going on it was like amazing you were even doing that
1: yeah I mean like well as Scott said I came into the games the fittest I've ever been um I think this year we finally nailed like the um peaking at the exact right time and tapering perfectly and um Yeah, I was feeling really good. Um, Yeah, I think that chest of our set took at least 13. Kyle says 13, he knows. Took you 13 sets to get through 75, which at that level, that's pretty unacceptable. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you could see behind me that I was like pinging off sideways because I, I couldn't grip with this hand. It just like wasn't working. It was there on the bar just for some support, but
2: couldn't really pull with it couldn't really grip with it so what was going through your mind on that when you couldn't grip it and you're like this is something I I train all the time yeah
1: I you know what I was so like horse with blinders that I wasn't trying to diagnose myself during Mm -hmm. that time I was just trying to get through like just get them done get back on the bike um yeah
0: (laughs) And, and you're a gymnast. You're very proficient at gymnastics, right? Those are, those are things that are where you make up your time. How, how did it feel like it was like 20 minutes of struggling through those? Or did you just keep jumping up and keep jumping up?
1: Yeah. You know, the time, I mean, everyone who does CrossFit knows when you're in it, um, the time just kind of goes like if you have to finish a certain amount of time or whatever, it gets away from you really quick, especially when you're resting. Like it goes fast. Um, so it's it's not like I felt like I was there forever, but I knew I knew it was taking me a while. And um yeah, usually to bar and Chestabar, I should be able to pound off pretty quickly. Um yeah, and we were in kind of like groups of four. I think four girls per like um they had them kind of segregated. So I was first back to the bar and then I probably got 20 to 30 in before the next girl came. And I was just trying to stay like stay ahead because she was banging them off. And I just like, couldn't, couldn't hang on the bar.
0: And what was the effect of the bike on your arm? Were you able to bike? I mean, you finished like you finished well.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would have been, that's a good event for me. Um, I think if I was healthy, I, I would have been near the top for sure. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm good at biking too. I bike a lot. So especially outdoor bike, like I was raised mountain biking and um, I ride like that exact bike we rode to work. Um, so I was quite comfortable on the bike. Um, but even my hand, even on the bike, I remember looking down, it looked like white, blue. And I was like, oh, well, like, <laughs> that's not good. I was kind of trying to shake it out. <laughs> I remember Kyle saw, he's like, why are you like shaking out your arm, like on the bike, like, um, and then the second bike, it really was painful. Like it was very painful. It was kind of like I relate it to like, if you've ever been skiing, and your hands or feet have been so numb. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like that pain. And then when they thaw out, you know how painful that is, it was kind of like that. I think that's the best mm-hmm. thing I can relate it to
0: so what what was really shocking to us is i took a lot of pictures we get back to the media area and i'm going through pictures and it live i never i didn't notice it i didn't notice any difference mm-hmm. between your arms but when i was looking at the pictures it was like what the what
1: <laughs> yeah the because color it is was, just gone you can see it but i mean yeah. like, i had no pulse <laughs> like That's why they sent me, the medical team was like, we're not letting you out of our sight because you legit have no pulse. (laughs) So
0: So I I have a lot of friends on the medical team. They are some of the like best doctors, nurses, EMTs out out there. So you were in really good hands and they got you to the place you needed to be and everything got taken care of quickly. Yeah. Um, What was it? how scared were you that night because it all happened so fast or did you not have time to be scared?
1: Yeah, not really. Like, it's not like they were like, Oh, do you want to go do that? Like, it was like, Hey, you're going into surgery in 15 minutes. <laughs> like you don't really have, I think I was, I was more upset from being pulled by the competition of course at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, probably cause I didn't realize how serious it was and how major of a surgery it was going to be. Um, so it was more just like, oh, my games are over. That <laughs> was like the the heart-wrenching thing.
0: <laughs> well, athletes are you as an athlete are trained to push beyond that pain threshold all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How hard is it to turn that off to take care of yourself? Like in that moment, you did an event where you probably shouldn't have been out there at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um, and then it took
0: it took a team of medical people to pull you away.
1: Yeah, and the stupid thing is, I asked them if I could continue and do the shuttle run because at that time the next event was that shuttle run uh, shoulder overhead before the ring, of course. And I was like, well, I don't really need to grip anything. Like, you can jerk a bar, you know, and then running. I was like, can I just do that one
2: first? (laughs) Like, let me do another (laughs) couple of it. They're like, um, the pulse, is not happening in your arm. (laughs) You're (laughs) going.
1: Yeah. They were like, no way. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I'm the type of athlete that can go very dark, um, and kind of black out. So, I mean, that's a good thing in CrossFit when you want to win, but it's also a dangerous thing as we can see, like you just push and push and push and you don't stop, which can be detrimental.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and like. I, I know Annie talked about that the year she got heat stroke during Murph Mm -hmm. and kept pushing through and then she was wrecked for the rest of the, the event. Yeah. Like she never came back because she pushed too far. Her body Mm -hmm. was telling her to stop and she was ignoring it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean that, I
1: think that's a little bit harder because anyone who's done a hard CrossFit workout, your body's telling you to stop. (laughs) Yeah. like it's so it's like where is that line that is it dangerous or am i just i just need to push myself to get more fit like that's a very hard whereas my situation was like something was clearly off but you know i was in so much of a zone that didn't pick up on that either
0: yeah i I don't know if you watch american football but the the incident that happened monday night Mm. where the the man was hospitalized he woke up from the induced coma to and his first question was did we win the game
1: yeah Yeah. um so relatable my first question when i woke up from surgery was what was the next event yeah (laughs) of course it's like from an outsider it's like so stupid but you know it's a typical athlete like you train your life for what you're doing that's Oh,
0: yeah, That's you been your focus. focus. Yeah. Yeah. You, and you grew up with this attitude, right? Cause you were a gymnast from a young age mm-hmm. competing at the highest levels and you always had to push there as well.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You, if you're hurt, um, if something hurts, if you have a stress fracture, you push through it, you compete, you train through it. Like that's just kind of the mentality, especially with gymnastics. So Like I say, good and bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, and then the next day you're back at, you're back at the campus, hanging out, taking pictures with Sam Dancer.
1: Yeah. That was actually two days later. So the next day I was still comatose. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they released me from the hospital on Friday. And it was kind of like, well, am I going to sulk in a hotel room and feel really terrible that I'm not there or like. Make the most of it, go say hi. Like people were happy to see that I was like back. Mm -hmm. Not that I was competing, but it was tough. It was tough to go back. I didn't set foot in the Coliseum till the last day. I just couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Too much salt in the wound. But um yeah, I'm glad I showed showed face afterward.
0: Yeah, my one of my most embarrassing moments was I hadn't seen you or Kyle all weekend. I was DMing Kyle. Just checking in on you. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Kyle in the belly of the Coliseum when I was heading out to the media pit. And I just gave him a big hug. And I don't even think he expected it. I don't think he knew what the hell was happening. <laughs> but I just was like, I'm going to hug him. Oh, <laughs> I just need to. <laughs> he, went,
1: he went through a lot too. He did. <laughs> it's probably harder on him than me. Like, you know, someone you love and your athlete and someone you've coached and like, you got to kind of stay strong for them. And It's almost worse not going like watching someone else go through
2: it. Yeah.
0: So he always jokes with me that at every event you start off slow and then he has to get out the defibrillator uh, to restart his heart to get through the weekend. That joke became too real.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, we always joke. I usually screw up something and then got to clamor my way back. (laughs) Um, But yeah, happened right away this time. So
2: so what did your recovery look like as far as like your PT and all that when you got home? Like how quickly were you able to start doing some range of motion and things like that? Yeah. So I actually
1: went to like the Aristotle tent when I was at the games, like three days later. And I was like, hey, can can you start me? Like can I <laughs> yeah. And they were like, uh, like you can't really do anything. It was like very like, oh, try to move your like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like anyone who's had surgery, you've been cut open. Like you can't start like yeah um so it was like very very slow and um just like little things like couldn't couldn't lift milk out of the fridge can't can't hold a cup like just like things you take for granted that you just can't do when your arm's been cut open um so that was a good like two weeks that I couldn't really I was pretty useless there and then it started to kind of slowly come back and but you know I remember thinking like um how am I ever gonna like grip anything hard like Kyle would do every morning he would do like a finger test with me he'd put his finger and then I would try to grip it and he'd see if I was a little bit stronger a little bit stronger and every day I was kind of like able to grip but you know if I grip too hard I would get like a throb all the way down my arm and that's like mm-hmm. your body saying okay like not ready I, yet that's yeah you know and like I couldn't it's not like I could go to the gym and like work out really hard cardio because, you know, I'm not using my hand. Well, it was a blood issue. So you can't right. send blood, blood pumping really hard through your arm when like it's trying to heal after getting sewn up. So it was like a double whammy in that regard. But, um, once I started training again, probably a month later, um, I just added it, added things in really slowly, like banded, couldn't hang on the bar. Like I had, I needed a band cause it hurt too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just slowly made my way back. And Kyle had me on a really hard re- rehab arm program that, um, yeah, got all my strength back and was able to be pretty good
2: by Dubai, which was four months to the day. Yeah, that's a pretty quick, I mean, for as serious as that surgery was um, and the um, injury, like to be, to get back to that fitness so quickly and to be able to go and perform. And were you anxious at all to perform? You know, like, after having gone through this in a live competition?
1: Um, for my body, no. I wasn't scared, like, oh, is my body going to make it through? Or, like, not at all. Like, I wouldn't have competed if I was that unsure. Um, it was kind of more just, like, what other people thought. Like, is she going to be, like, healed? Mm-hmm. Is she going to, you know? And I was kind of like, do I, I need to... I, I felt like I had kind of expectations.
0: Yeah. You know? But... I is, well. isn't that, da- isn't that dangerous? So like, because they're not your expectations, you know what you can do, Yeah. but I, but you're probably right. Other people were wanting to see how, rec- how recovered is she mm-hmm. at what level was she at? You know, and that was your first appearance. And so there's all these other expectations on you and how do you block that out and just compete for you again?
1: Yeah. I think leading up, you really feel it. Well, I do anyways. And then Once I'm out there and competing, it's just like it goes, and I just do my thing. So,
0: it's good. So you had you had an incision like near the elbow. Yep, two. And then down further on the arm, right?
1: Yeah. So there's one. Oh, you can see that one. (laughs) Oh yeah. Wrong way. Yeah. There's one there, and then there's also one like in the this area, going sideways.
0: Yeah. How much mindset did it take? in those four months to come back because I'm sure you had good days and you had bad days.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I was blessed in the, the sense, like, it wasn't like a ripped tendon or a broken bone. Like mentally that was easier because I, I, I don't know. I just felt like everything was kind of intact, like nothing really broke off. So I felt like it would be easier to get my, myself back and my strength and my fitness. And once it started to come, it was like, it was like my body had muscle memory and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Like I remember this and yeah, I was lucky. I, I'm really happy with how I was able to get everything back.
0: So a little bit about Kyle, Mm -hmm. like he's your coach, Mm -hmm. but, but that's not really like what he was trained to be or anything. Is he just like, does he read everything does he just want to learn more? He's YouTubing Is he...
1: at all. <laughs> <laughs> he loves he's like one of those one of those like guys that like to geek out about like different training, different ways of training, different like cycles. Like, ooh, like like he's just very he doesn't stop learning and he keeps um yeah. So yeah, he he's very, I wouldn't say I would say passionate. He's just over there. He's making faces. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <listening>. He's listening. <laughs> of course, he is. <laughs> so, um, yeah,
0: so, so when it came to job, but... right, so when it came to rehab, did he dive into like another set of books to help with the rehab? Because that's different than normal training.
1: Yeah, I mean, he did. He had a lot up here. Like he knew. I mean, he's he's created. Yeah, he's he says he's certified whatever. Like he's put athletes through nothing not exactly what I had. But you know, he's he's done it a lot for different athletes, so he he knew what I needed to do. And it was more just like getting feedback from me like, you know, some days I'd be like that was too much like the next day my arms throbbing and then he'd be okay, we need to dial it back. We need to modify this. We need to like it was really good to have like constant feedback and like a sounding board. And I think that helped him coach me too.
0: So what you're saying is Kyle is more than his good looks.
2: Yeah. (laughs) How about that humor? He's got the good humor too. He's got the gift of the gab too. (laughs) (laughs) So um, one of our listeners, Elise asks, do you ever get moments of PTSD um, and freaks out during certain moves? Huh. Not at all. No. But you did recently post they had PTSD with stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. <laughs>
1: um, No. And I think, again, like, if it was an injury, oh, this happened when I clean and jerked. Then every time you clean and jerk, you're like, ooh. But it wasn't like the chest to bar did it. Like, yeah. it was just, it was happening, you know, like, yeah, so... I guess I'm lucky that way too. There's nothing that really freaks me and out. And you had
0: you had symptoms leading up to that day, right? No.
1: Ah, uh, I I would the couple days before the games, my arm was getting a little sore. And I thought I had just maybe pulled it in training a little bit or you know, had some skeletal issue, but yeah. Not never so. thought it was what it was. Mm-hmm.
0: And it was going to happen regardless whether you were doing that workout that day or not. You don't know.
1: Be a good question for, yeah, Doctor Rock. Well, you can ask him that. He might know. Okay. No, I don't know if the. Um, I remember in warm up, like my my hand was freezing, and you know my hands are always cold, whatever. But like it was not warming up, so I don't know if. I just um, accelerated it by going into that workout and using my arm and hanging on the bar, doing fifty total to bar, and then like maybe if I just walked home that day and yeah, I don't know,
2: hmm.
1: I don't know. If-
0: I guess I made assumptions and yeah, okay.
2: We'll never know. We'll dive
0: into that with some, with a with a professional.
2: So <laughs> let's go back to Dubai. Tell us though about like what was your takeaway on the events and and the whole competition there.
1: I had fun. Dubai is always a really fun competition. Um, And I really like it that it's small. So they take, I think it was 20, right? It was 20 girls, 20 guys. So it's like very intimate and you're not waiting. You're not waiting so long to go because there's only 40 of us. And I really like that aspect. Um, It was the last day was, I think there were four events the last day. Half the points of the whole competition were in the last day. And there was some pretty grueling workouts. The first one just smoked everyone. Everyone was just done after that workout. And, um, and then, like I say, because there was only 40 people, it was like, you recover, you rest. And it's like, you got to warm up and you got to go again. Like it was so quick one after another throughout the whole day, which I love because I train that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause I got to rush off to work. <laughs> so I don't get the glorified rest. Like it was, I loved that. It was great.
0: <laughs> so after you ran up the stairs on the world's tallest building, hmm. couldn't have been easy. Um, I picked you to win. I don't think you did.
1: I know. I think it was third. I picked myself to win too, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but w- how cool was the Instagram moment at the top?
1: <laughs> the Instagram moment. It was yeah, we did. They they um, we gave them all their our phones, and they took them up in a basket and gave them to us at the top. Um, <laughs> it was cool. It was it was like very surreal. You're like oh, I'm on the tallest building of the world. Like then you kind of feel like a bird when you look out. Like you're, but then you, at the other time, the other end, you're kind of like it doesn't feel that tall. Like you know, space kind of messes with you. I don't know. It was very cool though. It was like once and like who else gets to do that i think you can pay to go to the 110th floor and then pay more to go to 130 and that's as high as you can go and we went to 160 so it's like you can't even go pay to do that oh my which is so cool how
0: many times did you have to leave the stairwell to go to another stairwell cuz i know that happened a couple times
1: i think 3 or 4 every 40 floors or so um And it was like you, I don't know if anyone else, I never asked anyone else this, but I felt like I was in a video game (laughs) because you're like wearing your vest and you're like running through these corridors (laughs) and there's like people with like signs like go that way and you're just kind of like, but you're trying to go fast, but it was like hard to tell where you were going to. I think Jake Marconi got lost when he did it. Like it was a little bit, you're kind of like, oh, am I going the right way? And You're kind of like dodging around like corners and it feels like, I don't know. feels like a
2: video game.
0: Yeah. So I know I picked you to win that, but I did. (laughs) I did have an awesome weekend. I picked the entire podium for the women's division at Dubai. Wow. In our fantasy draft. So everybody had, I was the last pick. Everybody had a chance to take you guys. And I still picked Freya. Uh, uh yeah. Car Carolyn Freya, Karen you Bray. and, uh, um, and Matt and Matilda.
1: Matilda. Nicely done. You know, your athletes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I won by a landslide for the first time okay. this year.
1: Nice. <laughs> I mean, it was close. So, Jamie, Jamie Simmons was up there for most of the, I thought she would have had a spot, but it was, uh, that last event was wild because the everyone's shoulders were just failing on those dumbbell lunges. And like the, I think the crowd found that really exciting because people were like <laughs> failing left, right and center. It, it sure. Like even the men, like it shook up the leaderboard a lot. That last event, which was exciting.
0: Yeah. Jamie was one of uh, Amy's picks.
2: I was, it was, it's okay.
0: All right. It's okay. Um, so you finished on the, put. you actually tie Matilda, mm-hmm. but she wins the tiebreaker. You're both hustle mate athletes. Mm -hmm. Were you like, yay, we're teammates or were you like, man, I wish I would have beat her. Oh, both. Obviously, (laughs)
1: Especially, especially because we, we tied like points wise, if she was like ahead points wise, then I'd be like, okay, fair. But like a tie is always a little bit salty, you know, but, um, what a third, fourth tie would have been worse. Right. So yeah. And I think yes. that last event, I think I was third going in. Um, And I knew she would be very good at the last event because she can hammer off muscle ups like no other. So the fact that she leapfrogged into the podium, I wasn't super surprised. So I think we were both, she was happy that she was able to go from like fourth or fifth, whatever she was up to the podium. And I was kind of relieved that I stayed there because um, Jamie was quite a bit ahead of me. I think going in, so it's okay.
0: So, what kind of validation did that give you to finish on the podium after the four months of rehab, and then having to carry that heavy ass plaque all the way back to Canada?
1: <laughs> that like twenty pounds. Jeez. <laughs> And, of course, my suitcase is already too heavy, so yeah it was it was heavy, my back was dying but um yeah it it gave me a lot of confidence. I mean the fact that in a short time frame, I was able to come back and not just come back and be there and compete, like do well and be competitive was really really good,
0: yeah, I was talking to Ariel the other night and she was talking about her, her 15 pound sign plate from the games two years ago and that oh, they yeah. couldn't put it in a suitcase. So Dylan had to put it in his backpack and ruck with it through the airport. <laughs>
2: <Sounds> <laughs> Did about you right. make
0: Kyle do that with your heavy ass plaque? He
1: made me do it.
2: <laughs> She's fixed now,
1: Scott.
2: <laughs> 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 Who's the professional athlete here? Yeah, yeah
1: your trophy, you carry it. No, a yeah it's That's yeah you could i was thinking you could actually it the shape of it too without the holder because you can take it off you could just put that in a ruck a ruck sack and it's should weigh it. it's probably about 20 pounds
2: you
1: could put
0: it in my best right now show. <laughs> yeah. but wow
1: dubai I, I love kyle they love their um big trophies so I'm not going to leave it there. I had to take it home. It oh. needs, needs a spot in the garage, Jim.
0: Right? <laughs> exactly. Does that Does that one fit on that shelf, or are we going to have to expand that a little bit?
1: It will. It's in the living room right now, <laughs> but okay. it'll for a little bit, <laughs> and then it'll go down to the garage.
0: <laughs> it's going to go on my work vest. Scott. I can use yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Political. laughs> yeah. uh, so it will stop a bullet, Kyle.
1: I don't know. I'm not going to try it. He says, I don't know. I'm not going to (laughs) try. It's Um, it's only bronze, so we don't know.
0: (laughs) All right. So what's cool about what you and Kyle do when you travel is you always take advantage of these trips to then have a holiday after. Mm -hmm. So you spent some time on the beach in Dubai and then you ended up going to Germany.
1: Yeah, we went to Germany. I, Kyle's so what was from, that like? Kyle's from Europe and he always tells me like the Christmas markets are just so beautiful there and they're just, they're just something different compared to what we have here. And I've always always wanted to go and um, he's like, okay, well, what do you want to do after Dubai? And I was like, I want to go to one of the biggest Christmas markets, like one <laughs> of the coolest. And he's like, if that's in Germany, I'll take you there. <laughs> and so we went. It's um, And it worked out perfect because Stopping in Europe on the way back from Dubai is about a halfway point, and Dubai is so far. We've done it a few times in one go, and it's it's just painful. So we uh, went to England on our way there and stopped there for a bit, and then Germany on the way back, and it was a, it was a good idea. We'll we'll do that again for sure.
0: Does England still claim Kyle?
1: I don't know. Do they? They still claim. It? Yeah they the still claim you? Still- yeah, he's still got a British passport. <laughs> <laughs> and he, it expired, I think, last year, because he's been here almost 10 years. Yeah, and um, so I was like, well, now would be a good chance to, like, get your Canadian citizenship. But he didn't have enough time. And so he actually had to fly to England to get a new passport in person. And, like, so he made a specific trip, fly to England and back. So now he's, he's English for another 10 years.
0: I, I didn't know if now that he's a posh Canadian, if they allowed him back in the country. That's okay. I'm saying, is dead. Oh, yeah. Posh Canadian. Yeah. So, so, you also enjoyed the eats in Germany. Mm-hmm. What was the best part
1: of the food? Yeah. At yeah. At these, they, they call them bam burgers. They're basically chocolate dipped croissant croissants mm-hmm. and um and then they're filled with like um chocolate like not Nutella but like some sort of ganache mm. whatever in the middle and they are just mm. <laughs> so good
0: <laughs> so good but I mean and all how that- many of those did you have
1: uh I probably could count on one or two hands <laughs>
2: one or
0: two <laughs> one or two <laughs> one or two mm-hmm. <laughs> give or take
1: I mean for me it's like I'm careful with what I'm eating of course um training wise leading up to competition um yeah. but the week after I mean I'm not training I kind of just like if I want something I'll have it I'll do yeah. whatever I want I mean and I think it's important to just let your especially at this level like Everything's so regimented that you kind of need, um, need to have a little more, life,
2: you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> nothing's sure. nothing's going to happen in a week. <laughs> like, not going to get super out of shape. I mean, it feels like that when you go back to training, but not going to gain a ton of weight. Like, nothing happens in a week when you've been training your life.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I don't really worry about it.
2: Well, so then you guys made it back home for the holidays, right? You were home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you posted something and it freaked me out. And I sent a message to the whole Clydesdale group. And I said, oh, what's going on with Emily? She's in the hospital. But you okay. were just at work. <laughs> that was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was just at work. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were just at work. And I was like, yeah, you did post something yesterday, but it was, it was like Christmas day or something. You're like ending the holidays with a bang. And I was like, why are you in the hospital? Yeah, I think... Yeah, you messaged me. Yeah. I was like, Amy, of all, of, of all people, like, <laughs> but all I people still don't know I work in a hospital. <laughs> I did, but it just, it just like, was, I was out of context. Just like,
0: <sighs> so yeah, I did. But let I did. me tell you, let me tell you, Emily, Amy listens to every true crime podcast <laughs> under the sun,
2: yeah.
0: every dateline episode. Mm-hmm. So the minute something is just a little off in her senses, yeah. it goes to true crime.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. we, we drove back from the games every time someone had one of those, um, bubbles on the top of their car, like for luggage. Yeah. She said, there's a dead body in there.
1: Dead body, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Like
0: that's how, that's how we roll. Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, always
0: so you just have time. to know it's just Amy and who she is.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, what was going on yesterday?
1: Um, you know what that was my follow-up appointment that I've been waiting for for five months <laughs> like on this arm um just with a specialist like a thrombosis yeah. specialist so it's you wait a while but um yeah all good just good. yeah just follow-ups follow-ups you know you think you're done and then it's like oh one more thing <laughs> yeah
0: I think that big bronze plaque you brought home probably was a good follow-up.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she, the doctor did say like, um, you know, I'm still on blood thinners because it's been, I think it's been five months now as of yesterday or something. Um, and I kind of asked like, you know, is this, I thought it was a three month deal. And she said, no, like that's if you have like a DVT or like a small clot from slitting on an airplane, like we know, She's like, yours was like kind of unprovoked and you had major surgery. Um, That's like an, at least a six month thing you're on blood thinners. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're kind of like, how's the discomfort? How how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, like there's zero discomfort. Like I'm back to training, I'm competing. And every time I tell that they're kind of like, oh, (laughs) all right, that's good.
0: Yeah. So, so you work in a hospital do people think what you do is crazy?
1: I like people in the hospital that you yeah. cross it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they kind of, they're used to it by now. They'll like watch me. They'll have the, their computers on whatever, when I'm at the games or at competitions and they'll have the live stream on. So they're like into it now. Cause they know someone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, they think yeah. I'm mental. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because I, I get that reaction and I am nowhere as fit as you are. But every time I talk to my doctor about what I do, they're just like, that's not healthy. And I'm like, but it is. <laughs> it's like, that's the definition of getting it healthy. Is.
1: Maybe not to the extent of a games athlete, but <laughs> um, a lot of the doctors are pretty, that I work with are pretty aware. Like they watch CrossFit, like they're kind of fans. So mm. they kind of know what is it? Is- that- cool.
0: Do you think that's a Canadian thing?
1: Well, I don't know. Cause just... I've not worked anywhere else, but yeah. the doctors I work with, like they're in on it. They're, they're pretty, they're pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. Does, do any of them work out using CrossFit or they just watch you?
1: Yeah, a couple of them do. Um, yeah. A couple of, we have an orthopedic surgeon who she's like really into it. She's like Dr. Rocket. Like Um, Mm -hmm. same kind of deal there. And yeah, a couple of our radiologists. So yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So next week you'll be down in sunny Miami. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Warm me up. (laughs) It has dropped like 50 degrees today from yesterday here in Ohio. Oh, in Ohio. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Thought you meant Miami. I am
0: No. (laughs) no no no, I am jonesing to get to Miami next week
1: oh yeah it's yeah I'm excited we're gonna I work straight up too so I think I work a night on Monday and then gonna set sail on Tuesday sometime and then I'll get in there with like a day to spare and unleash hell
0: (laughs) so you're doing both indie and team yeah uh What, because you're doing both, you can't prioritize both, right? Or, Yeah, I don't think so. No. So is this like an individual prioritization for you? Well, I think we're all doing
1: individual, all three of us. And then we're all doing teams. So I think that's good because we're all going to show up to team with tanks half empty at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not. I think it would be more frustrating if one of us was fresh and the other two. And you're like, "Come on!" Like, but I think because we're all kind of ha- doing the same thing, we're just gonna do our thing in indie and then have fun in team. I
0: think. And you're with Sarah. Yep, Sarah. And and who? And Caitlin, she's from Caitlin Australia. Van Zant. Yep, yeah. yep. There's so many super teams. I cannot keep them all straight.
1: I think the teams are where it's at for Wadapalooza this year for sure. Yeah. And um and I think that's why we wanted to do team. You know, we all are individual athletes and we want to individual, but then we were like all three of us are pretty good friends. And we thought, why haven't well, we make a good team? Like, why not let's just do it? Like, why we're gonna be there anyways. Yeah. Like, why not do it? It was either that or I go to Disney world for the next two days. (laughs) Yeah. Might as well just.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think I heard someone say like, like that con was talking that he's at the point in his career that it's about the moments and about the fun. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't always have to be serious because he's, he's been to every competition now. Yeah. So the things he wants to do are like, he wants to experience the moments and the fun stuff, this three person team thing is going to be a moment. Totally. And well, you, you got to want to be a part of that.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I don't think we have any aspirations, um, to like, Oh, we need to come top five or like, we don't care. Like <laughs> really we, nothing's riding on this competition, even individual. It's just kind of like ramping up for the year. And, um, you know, training is. Right after, it's going to go start really for next year. And, you know, that's what we're focusing on, semifinals and games, all three of us. So we're
2: just going to go and do our thing and have fun, put on a show. Well, and it seems like Wadapalooza is the Disney world of the CrossFit competition, right? I mean...
1: It kind of is. And even for spectators, like I've heard that one's the funnest, the most fun to just go and be a spectator too. So... It's, yeah, it's the whole, it's the whole festival and it's everyone. And if you're not there, you're going to have FOMO.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah, Amy. I know. Um, know. Yeah. To me, it's like, you just walk two steps and you see someone you haven't seen in six months and then the next person, the next person, it's so much fun. If, if you're an extrovert, it is beyond thrilling.
1: I can imagine yeah mm-hmm.
0: um so i'm super stoked just so you know um because and i and i have to find dylan and kyle because that that's where the party's gonna be
1: oh yeah dylan Dil- <laughs> they're so upset because ariel and i aren't on a team together <laughs> <laughs> um it just so worked. like um she got asked and i got asked and we just you know it did, the timing didn't work um that we weren't on a team together but man we thought If it was me and her, like our coaches would have been Dylan and Kyle. And that would have been been a long show. Yeah. That could have been bad. Maybe it's a blessing. We're not on the same
0: team. (laughs) You're still not going to keep them separated. No, not at all. Yeah. No. no. So they're still going to be backstage. Like they're coaching the same team or not coaching anyone.
1: Yeah. Or just, yeah. Having a beer and who knows. We we FaceTimed them last, was it last week, Kyle? Yeah, last week. And yeah, we're quite excited to see them. So it'll be fun.
0: So, um, gosh, so I got so many questions. So last year you said that um, you did every big event in the off season. Mm -hmm. This year you were not able to because of what had happened. Right. Do you think your body is more ready for this season than it was last
1: I feel better at this point. Yes. Um, just because rogue is actually like not doing it. I realized it's in a really awkward time. Like you do the games, you Mm -hmm. basically everyone takes August off and chills out and does what we do, what we want, like travel, whatever. And then you kind of got to ramp up for rogue and then it's Christmas. And then like you lose that whole back season. Um, if you go to Rogue, and I really realized that this year, I mean, I didn't have a chance to go to Rogue because of my arm, but um, just using like September, October, November, right up to Dubai, December, um, that was a really good training block for me. And I think that, that really benefited. So things work out even when you <laughs> think they're not and you're upset because you can't do one thing, things work out another way.
0: Well, and Rogue went from being an exhibition to being one of the most brutal comps <sighs> ever.
1: With a big payout, though. Yeah. But I mean, 10 events. I mean, you were gonna I'm going to earn
0: it. I'm yeah.
1: an athlete who the more events, the better. Like, I love any, like, give me more events. So that's right up my alley. But the fact, like I say, the time it was and people are just <clears> kind of trying to get back into shape from the game, like, that. that's pretty savage. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ariel said it took her longer to recover from rogue than it did from the games.
1: Yeah. Which yeah, it could be because of the events or it could be, I know for a fact, no one's put in the training up yeah. to rogue as we did to the games too. So that's a good point. Yeah. That could be just hurts more when you're not as fit.
0: right? <laughs> so we have more changes coming to the the next season. Yeah. More changes. Uh, We have a super semifinal now in the West. You know where you're going to go from the beginning of the season. So you're going to California. Are you excited that you know all of that ahead of time now? Or did you like it last year? Or you don't care?
1: I could care less. Like, (laughs) wherever it is, that's where I have to go. Like, I still know what I have to go and do. It really, like... Water off a duck's back. Makes no difference to me, really. (laughs) (laughs) It's Yeah. And I mean, the last four years I've qualified for the games, I think I've qualified a different way every single year. So it's just like, it's almost the normal to be like, okay, this is what we have to do this year. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So in every way required a last minute (laughs) right down to the wire.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially with COVID, it was like, That year was going to be online, and like, yeah. Like it just, I feel like you just find out the hoops to jump through, and then you go jump through them. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: I, I'm excited. I've never been to California. Oh. So this will be my first trip to California.
1: Neither has my British husband. He says, "Oh, Dylan, Dylan either." (laughs) (laughs) Like Kyle's been. (laughs) Um, it'll be warmer there than it is here. So yeah, I'm all for it.
0: There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. A couple other things I wanted to talk to you about before we let you go. Um, I don't even know where, where our time was, but, um, Yeah. So AI, you posted some AI pictures that made you look like an action yeah. star badass. Those are cool.
1: Um, so it was in Dubai that I first saw it. And Craig Ritchie, Hustle, Hustle made Craig, had done it. And we were like, whoa, like you look so badass. Like, what is this? And then he told, oh, it's this thing. And then I think Khan did it in Dubai. So Kyle did it with all my photos. Um, like, I remember we were in the airport after Dubai. So I've had these photos for like a month, and I thought, oh, they're pretty cool. And I was just like, one day I was like, I'm gonna post them, whatever. (laughs) They're just fun. Are you
0: gonna use them at all for any of your like profiles or?
1: I never thought of that. I guess I could. That's what people are doing now. You did that, didn't you? Yeah, Yeah. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. I mean,
0: we see what water and up on the up on the screen is AI, (laughs) Ellie. Yeah, I wish they could do that.
1: Just don't take my photo at check-in, just use this one. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, for
2: sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's total diva move. Yeah. Yeah. I brought my own headshot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, use this one, (laughs) please. So are you excited about the next season? Are you excited to get back out there and kind of go through them? the the season again after everything that happened last year and kind of put all of last year behind you?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, I think doing Dubai was kind of like, okay, new. That was kind of the, uh, I don't want to say redemption, but like kind of come back, you know, and now I feel good. I feel like myself and it's like sh- just straightforward from now on. It's the plan anyways, who knows? what I'm, what I'm going to bring to this season.
0: (laughs) You've been in the house a while now. How much has the garage gym or the unaffiliated gym, um, assisted you in your training?
1: Oh, so much. Um, yeah, especially with work and it's like some days it's just, I can't, I don't have the time to like drive to the gym for both sessions and, Um, I can do so much in the garage that it's, um, some days I don't even go to the gym. Actually. I just do everything downstairs and, um, yeah, I'm very, very thankful to have that. That's Kyle jokes. That's the only room done in our house. Still, (laughs) (laughs) we still have our photos we haven't put up and like, there's, that's literally the only room that's like completely, completely painted, completely, (laughs) yeah we just don't have anything up but
0: are you is it can you get more done more quality done there than the parking garage
1: um i can get more done i wouldn't uh put down my parking garage workouts at all like those were good um and i did a lot of like strength work in the parking stall garage so really what do you need a squat rack like you don't need a whole lot Um, I can just do a lot more like workout style things in here without like having to lunge down the parking. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) That is, that is how I found you. Like, because you were this crazy lady that worked out in your parking garage. You know, and nobody like ever said
1: anything like nothing ever got stolen. Um, You know, people drive by and be like, whatever. But after, after they're used to seeing me there, everyone just kind of, was used to it. That was just a thing.
2: <laughs> um, and wow, wow.
1: I posted, we had a cold snap. We had snow. It was cold. It was ice. The garage was a little bit cold, but I was like, you know what? This is nothing like that parking stall had like wind blowing in. Yeah. Front of me. That was cold. Like here, I had to wear gloves. Like I've got it so cushy
2: here now. <laughs> yeah. It's cause you're posh.
0: So yeah. Wad Zombie, Wad Zombie is in the chat and he put up, is Emily gonna sign Scott's card? Of course. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually ordered one of your Wadapalooza jerseys so that I could have you sign it for my wall. I, I would love you to sign my card as well, but I want to add you to the wall, but I'm I don't have it yet. Like I'm worried tears uh, not gonna hearing, give it to me.
1: Do they not give it to you when you're there or do they ship it to your
0: I think they ship it to um, to me here, so I may have to mail it to you and get it signed.
1: Well, just wait. Where do you live? Do we want to go to (laughs) Columbus, Ohio?
0: Ohio, yeah, yeah. We live right beside Rogue. We can make sure your garage isn't finished. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) take you down. Let you walk through the showroom. Yeah,
1: yeah. They must have a big. Well, they had Rogue like the first broke mm-hmm. out there didn't they like at their yeah yeah so it's big yep. yeah yeah cool
0: yeah it's yeah. It, their showroom is massive oh, okay like massive
1: that's yeah like that's football field my level size too. yeah oh wow they yeah. do courses and stuff wow yeah oh yeah
0: so the uh, like 17 or no i'm sorry 22 2 right amy was there
2: uh what what huh 20. We were
0: there for the open announcement, 22-2. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. gotta say yeah. point,
2: Scott. 22 point. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah,
1: yeah. Just think everyone, it just I sounds sound like they're you're know. trying to screw
2: up the year or something. With, oh, with no. Madero's and Saxon and Lawson and... Horvath. Yeah, Horvath. Yeah. Oh, the deadlift burpee one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the one Sam Briggs yelled at me at.
1: It... Fun times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But I picked up the bar like she told me to.
1: Yeah, you got, yeah, you just do as you're told. Nobody'll yell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I am so stoked to see you guys next week at Water yeah i
1: excited. You'll uh, you'll hear Kyle,
0: I'm sure. Yeah. Are you guys staying next door? No. We're not that no. posh.
1: <laughs> We're staying up the. Neither street. neither are we. <laughs> It's about. We stayed there last year. It was fine. It was about a five ten minute walk, just up one of those streets, just okay. off the yeah.
0: Yeah, we're down the bay in an apartment. Oh, Airbnb. Yeah.
1: Oh, nice. I. Um, so we're
0: south south of there.
1: Okay, I booked an Airbnb in Miami the first year we did Wadapalooza. and usually I don't book anything. That's Kyle's thing, but he was busy. I think so. He's okay. Like I'll let you. And I booked some seedy Airbnb <laughs> in like a very uh, sketchy area of town. And it like flooded when we were there. There was like, what else happened? It was like.
0: The guy into car. Oh, yeah. Our car got
1: crashed into. Like it was oh like the worst. Um, I, I
0: was like getting back at work. Yeah.
1: So I'm not allowed to book. I'm not allowed to choose the, <laughs> the
0: so- Airbnbs anymore. So I, I tagged on with some judges last year and went to their Airbnb and it was like that, except for the only saving grace was the Airbnb was behind a gate.
1: Okay. And so, so once you
0: were in the gate, you were fine. But like waiting for your Uber outside the gate was n- not necessarily fun. Oh
1: yeah. You're like, am I going to get mugged? Yeah. It was probably right. in the same area. It was cheap. That was the price was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We, we, we're paying a little more this year, but, um, we are, and we're right on the Bay. Like you can see it from our apartment. It's nice. just South of there.
1: Nice.
0: And we're like on the 20th floor or something. Oh, wow. So we shouldn't get flooded.
1: Yeah, no, you should be fine. Yeah. Miami's is yes. uh, not cheap, but
0: it's not, but it's a blast and I get to see my friends and I can't wait to see you and Kyle. Um, and good luck. We want to see you do really well. Uh, I guess we have to do a fantasy pick next early next week. Yeah, we do. And uh, mm-hmm. may have Emily for the win.
1: There you go. We'll see mm-hmm. as they announce uh, more events.
0: Yeah. Last question. I know I say that all the time, but at Wadapalooza, the track is so short, right? The, the track- floor, because they go, well, oh. like they go side to side instead of the long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not even like, there's not even a jog between like apparatus. Yeah. Does that, does that hurt you as a performer? Cause you like the more you can run, the better you're going to be.
1: That's true. But I don't rely on running transitions to, mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't think I'm going to win the workout because I'm going to run fast on the transition. Cause I'm a faster runner. Like, you know, some workouts, like I don't know if you remember Granite Games, that um, chipper we did was pretty hard with all those wall balls. And you could say that was like running in between because you're running <laughs> up and down the field, but there was nobody running. Like, yeah, I mean, some sort of right. like a six-slow dog. <laughs> but, oh. like, you're just right. trying to recover. And, yeah, I mean, so I, I don't think it's a big deal. God's dying over there. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm
0: okay now. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but but you like your performance at Granite Games was unreal because you had to like top five everything on those last four events. Um, and they did kind of fall right into your wheelhouse, that running thing around the stadium a couple times, and mm-hmm. and that's really like the only semifinal that had a run run.
1: Yeah, yeah. True. I mean, I think some semifinals ran on maybe air runners for something, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's why I love the outdoor kind of game style. Um, yeah, but interesting. I wonder if we'll see running because Wadapalooza last year we ran on the true forms or they salt runners. Yeah. Right yeah. And then the, the year before that, we, uh, we had that ruck like run with the muscle ups. So we like ran through. So. Usually they have some sort of running, so I would like that, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And they always have a swim.
1: yeah. Yeah, swim with the sharks. I remember did you I don't know if you saw it last year Danny Spiegel was uh, staying in like the that host hotel, whatever it's called Intercontinental and her room was like quite high up, but you could see like whole Bayfront Park and the water. And remember she videoed this like dark creature was just like swimming <laughs> right where true. we swim the morning of no. Yeah. And it was like this huge dark thing swimming. And I was like, well, don't be first out and don't be last. Just stick yep. with the <laughs>
2: right in the middle. <laughs> Safest. Yes.
0: It's like they say here in Ohio, you don't have to be the fastest runner. You just have to be faster than the slowest.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> so the bear doesn't catch it but no. yeah well i can't wait to see you next week thank you so much for jumping on um we'll let Always everybody good. go and we'll see you next time
2: okay on the Clydesdale
0: bye thank you
1: bye.
0: media podcast <laughs>